0: Welcome to a very special finals championship edition of Free Basketball. We missed a game recap of game five. Probably nobody cared. So we got a really (laughs) fun game in game five. And in game six, which we just saw, was the complete opposite of that. The Lakers closed out the championship 4-2 over the Miami Heat. They won 106 to 93 LeBron James wins the finals MVP averaged almost 30 points 12 rebounds almost nine assists and shot almost 60 percent from the field I have Cody Holsey here with me tonight mm-hmm. because Daniel I don't think we should allow him on this for some slander that he would come up with
1: yeah talk he right
0: about the Lakers he would he Cody. would just
1: be butthurt about the whole thing
0: the whole thing. He would find something. He so. would
1: find some way to complain about it. Um <laughs> uh, say that the refs he, rigged it.
0: How how does this feel for you, Cody? You have been on the Lakers train the whole year. How does it feel?
1: Um it feels about the same as it did all year cuz I knew I was right the whole year. <laughs> um so I mean like not much has changed. I continue to remain correct. Uh <laughs> No, I mean it's it's nice to be right. It was cool. I mean, it would have been awesome if the Heat would have won tonight just to extend it another game. Like Jimmy Butler is great. We're going to get to have some really fun off-season conversations about who would you rather have, Jimmy Butler or? I feel like right? we should have a whole podcast where we all bring a Jimmy Butler or a person to the table. Um, I'm sure that's definitely going to be. A future topic, for sure. Because yeah. I think that'll be a really fun podcast to do. Uh, but that being said, I did have a good time just watching, you know, just like the Lakers played just incredible defense tonight. It was Rondo was it forced into the – not forced. He was just like in the spotlight all night. Like every time he turned around, he was making some like crazy throwback play. And which led me to spend the second half during the downtime that I had do some research into Rondo and in game six. And I think there's some interesting, interesting, mm. interesting numbers there. So we're going to tease mm. that for later, mm. but, Mm-mm. but like, no, it, it's cool. It feels good. Um, like I said, it's nice Kobe, Yeah. I mean like that feels good too. Like that made me really happy too. Cause I was like, you know what? It feels like there's just, you know, there's a lot of karma, not, I guess it's not karma, but like just like energy like moving things that way is what it seemed like all year to me. I was like it's just there's too much there's too much stuff that it could be anything else. You have LeBron, Anthony Davis, two of the best players in the league and like LeBron is just was on a mission all year. Um yeah, so I mean Lakers best team in LA said it from day one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it did feel like LeBron, since the Warriors, you know, were all out. Mm-hmm. LeBron kind of saw – I think he saw this window. It was like, okay, this is – like, I've got to do this this year because who knows, you know, obviously we think they'll be back a deep playoff run again next year. Right. But with the Warriors all back, who knows in a regular, you know, if we have fans back setting. This was the perfect scenario for the Lakers, and I think LeBron knew it. And dumb me just ignored storylines all year. I should have paid attention to storyline. That's one of the biggest thing when deciding a champion, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, they've got some sort of storyline and Kobe Bryant couldn't even like his tragic death could not be a bigger storyline. LeBron aging, looking for that fourth ring, them joining up with AD, this whole bubble situation, the storyline was just built for them Mm -hmm. and I just continued to ignore it and didn't realize it until it got to when they were playing the Nuggets Western Conference Final. And it's just like, why did I even ignore this? Like, this was the biggest thing. This is the biggest betting mistake I could have made. The gambling mistake I made is just
1: ignoring that huge storyline. When you told me about, I mean, not to bring it up again, but when you told me about your first to 20 points bet today, my first (laughs) reaction was why? All right, let me tell everybody.
0: I uh, I have two things, two depressing things. Um,
1: <laughs> one, was even, think, one is not a bad beat. It's just a bad bet.
0: Okay. <laughs> one is a bad bet, and then one is just an unfortunate timing thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yesterday went down. I was going to place a couple bets on this game tonight, right? Right. And one there's, this, do. Pr- there's this prop. That me and you love that we do when we go watch march
1: madness games it's the it's the best and it's It's so exciting
0: usually in march madness it's first to 15 and so you just bet on that and the first like five to seven minutes of the game are just the best five to seven minutes it makes the first quarter feel
1: like the fourth quarter like, yes. that's what it does for the beginning of the game. The beginning of the game, the teams are still feeling each other out. There's not a whole lot of action, really. Like, it's it's like two two prize fighters walk, walking around the ring with each other. But when you add that little bet in there, it makes that first, like, ah! Oh,
0: oh they got so, six points there. Oh, no, I hit a three. It's so much fun. And the best win we ever had on that was we sat up there from, like, noon to, like, 9 p.m just watching games, for betting, a while. Watching, watching games betting all day on, like, day two of March Madness. And, like, it's just a fun bet because I'll never – like, I can't remember his name, obviously, but when Walford played Kentucky in the mm-hmm. second round and we had money on that bet, and I guess everyone else in the building did too, and it was just, like, furious. Like, everyone was going nuts. It was back and forth, back and forth. And then the bench – big man for wofford this big goofy redhead hit this turnaround right-handed hook floater Uh and it went in and the place erupted it was and we could not be it was it was the funnest thing so when i got
1: there and looked at the sheet they had this prop first 20 points that was when you and i had to stifle our excitement because everyone bet on Kentucky to get me first of fifteen. <laughs> it was we picked very... everyone in the bar wanted Kentucky to win, and everyone was... got mad when, the, when that got scored. And you and I had to like quietly go get our thirty-five dollars or whatever, whatever it was. I think it was a little more than that, but it paid for our dinner. It definitely did. It definitely did. It was great. Maybe that's what we put on it. I don't remember, but it, it paid. It such, we picked, we went for the odds on that one, and it not. It paid off, and uh it paid for gas and dinner, so it did
0: okay. Uh, but when I got there, bet on the sheet, They had first to 20 points in this game. And obviously the Heat underdogs on this. Right. Now I'm thinking in my mind, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So I concoct the scenario in my mind that game six, we saw AD re-injure his heel. So maybe he starts off slow. LeBron just had an incredible shooting game where he could not miss. Maybe he starts off slow. They're taking out Dwight Howard for Caruso. Maybe the Heat get more open looks that way, and the Heat are going to be playing all out to try to force the game seven and try to start hot early. So I'm like, let me do this. I'm going all in on the Heat, and of course, not uh, couldn't be more opposite of what What happened to start my quote to
1: you before the game about lebron that
0: i can't remember the exact quote but you said lebron was not gonna let that happen or something like yeah
1: i said lebron was basically denzel and man on fire and that's how (laughs) he was gonna come out for this game and i think i said in the second half of that movie
0: yeah so not only did the heat not be the first to 20 points but that's the amount of points they scored in the entire first quarter Mm -hmm. and it really was the second quarter, right? The Lakers outscored them 36-16. to 16. The Heat cannot buy a bucket. And that's the margin of the game. Like, the game is over at halftime.
1: Yeah, the third quarter – This or not the third quarter. The second quarter, like, it was done.
0: And it's weird because what people are going to do, they're going to look – you know, if in a few years, they look back at the score and the stats. People might think, oh, that was a pretty close game because field goal percentage-wise, similar – Three-point percentage-wise, similar. Free throws, the only difference is the Heat, who had characteristically been an 80 to 90% free throw shooting team, shot sub-60%, but it didn't even matter. Like, even if they would have made all those, it's nine more points. And when you're talking about when the
1: lead, I, the fourth quarter was just, you know, whatever. It was they was just kind of getting through. Everybody was just – that was like um, – the fourth quarter was like the all-star game. Right. Like the game was over. So you look at stats, it doesn't look that bad. But if you watch the game,
0: the Heat had no answer for anybody. The Lakers were smothering them. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, why did Vogel wait this long to go to this lineup? Like, why did it take losing two games? Like, they should have started this lineup from game one and they probably would have swept and won by 20 points every game. But. I do want to. Oh, let me let me do my fine, my other betting thing that was just unfortunate. So when I got there, the other prop they had was the alternate spread for the game. So I think the spread for the game was five and a half points, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they had an alternate prop where the Lakers it was twelve and a half, and I really liked it. And I went up there fully going to bet lakers minus 12 and a half get up there tell them the number how much i want on it lakers cover it's not live yet i'm like what do you mean it's not live you have it on this how can i not be good to bet on it if you've got it out there like if you've got it on the board how am i not able to bet this it doesn't go live till tonight and I'm like, okay, so what time is tonight? <laughs> and they're like, midnight. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to sit around here for midnight. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> the Lakers won by 13 points. <laughs> yep. Yep. So 13. I would have, I would have recouped my losses from mm-hmm. the first to 20 bet and gained some actually because I was yeah. going to hammer this one. Because I really liked it. I thought there was a potential for – even though I had talked to myself into the first to 20, I thought the Lakers would still rout. But, no. Like, I thought they'd start slow and then heat up and just run off with it. No. Didn't get either. Terrible (laughs) weekend for me. (laughs) Can't catch a break. Just like the Miami Heat could not catch a break in this game. I mean, let's talk about your Rondo stuff now. 19 points. Mm -hmm. Eight for 11 from the field. Three from four from three-point land. Four assists, four rebounds. He was awesome in this game. And I know you've
1: got stats. The floor is yours. Okay. So what I did, I looked at Rondo's all of the game sixes that he ever played. This and is
0: just Game Six, not closeout games or anything. Just a
1: Game Six, not a closeout game. Just a Game Six. So in Game Sixes, you might be interested to know, Rondo, including tonight, is now six and seven. If you look at stat, if you just look at straight stats, most points, most assists, most rebounds in a Game Six all time. Going back to 1947. In points, has the 604th, 5th, and 6th highest totals. Okay. It's the same. It's three 21-point games. He's tied for those three spots. So, points, eh, there's quite a bit of uh, outshining performances. Rebounds, 60th. Higher on that list than I thought he would have been. But he's 60th in game sixes, all-time in rebounds. Now, turnovers, 25th. Mm. So he has a, So he's not the top, but he's also not – you know, he also doesn't have zero, but he also is not the highest. I think that belongs to James Harden. Next <laughs> up, steals ranks third in any game six ever assists third in any game 6 ever it's magic mm. johnson magic johnson rajon rondo magic johnson really versus so w- what i would like to say is i was actually shocked by a couple of these cuz what i did was i went and like I looked at his game 6s individually and i was looking at it and i was trying to figure out if i could make a case that Game six Rondo is, in fact, superior to playoff Rondo. And because that was the hypothesis that I started out with. So I started looking at that. And basically, like, looking at, like, his stats for all of his game sixes collectively, I would say no, probably not. Uh, Playoff Rondo probably is better than game six Rondo in particular. But if you are going to play in a game six, he's not bad to have around. I mean, think of all the big men that have played in a game six. He's, he ranks 60th in rebounds. He's and had he the was, 60th highest total of rebounds of anyone in the league in a, in a game six, in the playoffs, obviously. And he was absolutely back-breaking tonight. Yeah, he, every, time, every time, like, it just seemed like every time the Heat kind of got a little bit of daylight or, like, kind of got a little glimmer of hope, Rondo would just, like, hit a three. Or my favorite was the spin move on KCP. Uh, I think it was KCP, where he just did that little spin move and that little scoop shot. Like that was such a great light. That was such a great I move.
0: He, I hope he didn't do it on KCP. It's his own teammate.
1: Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was Crowder. I don't remember. I don't know why I said KCP. <laughs> long day
0: <laughs> so rondo is like he's a guy you need in the playoffs not someone that you usually want in a regular season as many teams have already found out but in clutch games yeah he's 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 a guy you can turn to he's like a, i know he's had some up and downs and you're not gonna get crazy points from him but he showed tonight like he flips a game Like, I know the Lakers' defense was the reason they won tonight, but he flipped the game. Like, it was gone. Like, it was done. Like, some possessions they have, he
1: just bail them out. And and another thing, too, that, like, you got to think, like, you got to think, like, really is it goes in favor of Rondo in these playoff games. Like, in playoff games, you have one or two, like, you know, super talented guys that can kind of do a bunch of different things. Um, and then you have like a bunch of role players and the role players that and teams that do well, typically have role players that are just smart and don't do dumb stuff. And Rondo is probably about as smart as a Cubs when it comes to role players and just like things like he's not going to, like you said, he's not going to score a bunch, but just all the other stuff he can do. Like he, he's a good traditional point guard. So he can run an offense. Like he can, he can direct and, I don't know. He can just can, – he controls – he can control the pace of the game. Like, he was really
0: – Well, to me, he's just so important for Anthony Davis, right? hmm Like, he's the guy that can get AD going and gets AD in his spots when, you know, if LeBron subs out. Yep. And he just – like, I thought he was super important for AD because AD, you know, can kind of float in and out of games, as mm-hmm. we've seen. But – uh, Rondo ha- was exceptional and knows how to keep him engaged and knows where he's going to be. He played with him previously, you know, with the Pelicans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's Got a history there. a nice little playoff
1: there. Run together there.
0: Yeah, they had the familiarity there. Shut down the Blazers. And I-, I just think Rondo was super important for AD. And I'm not sure how AD – like, obviously, AD is going to do probably about the same what he did in this playoffs, right? it's not like he was absolutely killer on offense tonight. He only had 19 points, but he had 15 rebounds, two Mm -hmm. blocks, was crazy on defense and rotations. But Rondo can just get him involved. And whether that's around the basket, finding him in transition, a lot of them usually lead to AD getting fouled or going to the free throw line. Mm -hmm. So Rondo's just a super important person. And we can't leave out what KCP did for this team I thought he was going to have just the worst shooting night in the world tonight. After you know the past two games, I thought the regression to the mean shooting wise was coming. Mm-hmm. They threw up another seventeen points. Didn't shoot the ball great from three, but got to got a couple free throws, but was hitting you know layups basically. Shot six for thirteen. So those guys really stepped up. Danny Green kind of had a mini bounce back game from you know the th- the famous three that. You know, would have been more famous, obviously, if the Heat came back and won this series. But everybody will hopefully forget about it. Um, Stop sending them death threats. Yeah, r- absolutely pathetic, sad people. If you're doing you that, dumb like, f- Get over yourself. Stop doing it. But they forget Danny Green is a back-to-back NBA champion. Mm-hmm. And last year, you know, I called the Raptors to win the championship, and I said Kawhi and Danny Green's a huge reason why. Well, I guess maybe it's just Danny Green and not Kawhi, who's a huge reason why you win a championship now. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no, you're not wrong, though. Like, <laughs> You just get Danny Green on your team and Quinn yeah. Cook, apparently. You get yeah. Danny Green, Quinn Cook, you got a lot of good mojo going. You're going to win a championship more than likely.
1: Exactly. if the past uh,
0: two years are any indication, but – Let's switch, let's switch to the Heat here a little bit, okay? Obviously, we have to give incredible props to Miami Heat. No one thought that they would be here. They stomped – well, maybe not the Celtics, but stomped the Bucks, who everyone thought was destined to play this LeBron team in the finals. Had an awesome series with the Celtics, where the Celtics probably should have won that pretty quickly, but the Heat were just too disciplined for them. And, you know, just stomped them out. And – Gave a valiant fight, I think, to the Lakers for all the injuries that they sustained. Feel really bad for Goran Dragic. He played 18 minutes tonight, and it was just kind of like a warrior mentality. And I'm glad he got to see some minutes in the finals because you really feel bad for him. And I know people will say, which I'm going to ask you this question here, but people will say, well, what if the Magic ha- – I mean, the Magic – what if – the Heat had everyone healthy like the Lakers did. Um, even though, you know, AD has his little nicks and bruises. Is this a different series? I say no. I would have thought the Lakers would have won anyways. What yeah. would you say?
1: I would also – I would agree. I would say no. The Lakers were going to beat the crap out of them regardless. Like, like, not that the Heat were 100% and, like, they were tired and stuff like that, but, like, the Lakers, like, the the Heat are a fun story, and they're, like, a cool, like, underdog team. And, like, Jimmy Butler is, like, has really supplanted his spot and, like, where people should, like, think about him. Like, he's easily the most underrated player in the NBA coming into these finals. And even, like, just the bubble, he was the most underrated player. And, like, now I think people kind of understand more or less, like, what he's about. But, like, a lot of the other guys on that team, like, that's a – happy to be here team kind of like the it's like the 2012 thunder the lakers and he even the heat that year like were like stone cold professionals from the begin. like they were there they had a purpose like they knew what they were there for like they were ready like they were prepared to play well they the had been there and, before right yeah They they were just there, there the
0: previous year So they knew it was about, and they ran, and you know, they got lucky with an OKC team that had never Mm -hmm. been there before, had no idea what it took. Right. And even though that series was kind of close
1: in the first couple games, and people remember, they still, it's a 4 1 series. Right. And that's kind of what I like, that's kind of the best comparison I can really come up with for like this is like the Heat are the Thunder, Uh, except for like Jimmy Butler is probably more equipped to like mentally. Play against the Lakers, then probably the people on the Thunder were mentally equipped to play against the Heat and win. But that's the difference, and like everybody else on that team is like super young. I was about to say besides Haslam and Iggy, yeah, there's no one on this team
0: that had ever been here before. Mm-hmm. And you're asking Bam, you know, who's 22 years old, I think, or 23. Tyler Hero, who's a rookie. Duncan Robinson, 20 years old. And, you know, Duncan mm-hmm. Robinson, who's all of a sudden, you know. The, the next Ray Allen apparently <laughs> from shooting
1: and when he has 51 in a game six and is the highest scoring player in a game six come talk to me
0: that's <laughs> Ray Allen, <laughs> old Ray Allen when Ray Allen was old and just sitting around the perimeter not young
1: Ray Allen <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> maybe more Kyle Corver but <laughs> I'm just saying you said Ray Allen I'm just saying that's when you come talk to me when you have <laughs> when you're p- 2009 uh, Celtics I think
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like, Kendrick Nunn has to play. I mean, Jay Crowder, I mean, they truly were overmatched. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's kind of a miracle that they even won two games to begin with. (laughs) And what's interesting about it is game four of this series, when we look back, I think is going to be something that will be talked about for what happened in the final two and a half minutes to the Heat. Because going into that final two minutes, it was a one-point ball game. It was – or a two-point ball game. It was like 90 to 88 or something. And Hero's sitting on the free throw line and misses the second one. Get the stop, come down. Jimmy misses the wide open three. So after he misses that, the Lakers just run off and the Heat can't score again. And it's a six or seven-point loss. Whereas the alternate universe of if Jimmy hits that three, they're up one. Maybe that changes the complexion of things. KCP doesn't get that run out three off Jimmy's miss. What if the Heat's still game four, you know? Is game five completely different? Maybe. But I I think when we look back at this in a couple weeks or a couple days or however long it is, I think everyone's going to look at game four. And in those final three minutes, just the youth of the heat completely fell apart. And mm-hmm. we see that. And that's what flips the series. And that led to this inevitability tonight that the Lakers were going to win this. So props to the Lakers. We'll probably have an episode in a little while or a couple of weeks. Anyways, talking about the heat, their future more and what to expect from them next season. Um, but I do, before we wrap this up, congrats to the Lakers on winning the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. LeBron wins his fourth title. I do want to talk a little bit. I don't want to get lengthy about this because, you know, we don't know when the NBA season is coming back. And so we don't want to burn up all of our stuff, you know, all of our content for off season. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, does this fourth championship, change LeBron's legacy in any way or do you think it was always you know tip-top legacy to begin with this is just adding another
1: thing to his trophy case I do think it I do think it it will impact his legacy a little bit I mean everybody last year was talking about Kawhi being going to three different teams and winning a title and being the finals MVP on three different teams he didn't do that this year. Right. LeBron did. And he was going to
0: be the hired for gun championship winner.
1: Right. Not even not even the hired gun thing. Everyone was talking about last year at the end of the playoffs when or even it just in free agency when Kawhi went to the Clippers. Oh, the Clippers are the team to beat. They have Kawhi. Kawhi is the best. Kawhi is the guy you want in the playoffs. LeBron had just gone to 9 consecutive nba finals or not or
0: yeah right since 2010 i don't remember 2010 but it was 11 two, to since 2011 11 yeah. to 19 so, so yeah. nine
1: yeah it's nine. at least eight it's at least eight, eight. okay so at eight least eight straight finals so lebron had just been to eight straight finals and run up against the warriors for three out of four of those years he gets hurt last year and I say hurt, but probably just as like looking around at the supporting cast, and goes, nah, and shuts it down for a season. Doesn't, doesn't even play in the playoffs and everyone just goes, Oh, well, you don't, you want Kawhi over LeBron now in the playoffs. And then this year, LeBron gets to put the little feather in his cap of winning the title and winning the finals MVP. And, Make it in the playoffs two two rounds more than what the Clippers did with with Kawhi. So I think that for immediate legacy, I think that is like a an impactful thing. And like you know, even LeBron said after the game that he wants his respect because like people all the time like the Jordan like LeBron debate. Like I mean, I think Jordan, but like. Just statistically, career-wise, like, there has probably not been anyone that has had as statistically and just, like, a prolonged period of excellence like LeBron has. Like, this is the long – like, he's, like, in Kareem territory for, like, length of career in his prime. Like, just body of work, durability, like – he ranks – he played his 260th career playoff game. Like, he's played more playoff games than anyone else. Like, just – I mean, numbers-wise, he's going to pass everyone. But what's incredible about it is that he's been doing it for, what, 17, 18 years now, and it's – and it's the same as it was when he was at his – at the best – It's not any different. Like he got to where he was like, oh, I have all these basketball powers now. And he just has not relinquished any of them yet. He's just, yeah, I can still do that. Watch this. Oh, look look at this post game I have now. I'll just put my head down and get to the basket. Stop me.
0: I think it is amazing that at 35, you know, everyone's waiting for the regression. And at 35, he puts up, you know, a playoff stat that he did when he was 24
1: 25 yeah like he just (laughs) it it doesn't matter like time time doesn't affect him like he i don't know what i don't know what deal with the the devil he has made what how like what happens to his soul later on in life but like man that guy is an incredible like athlete and just like i don't know that we'll ever see anyone play basketball at that level for as long a period of time And so the legacy
0: thing with MJ, I think I agree with you on the the length of career, the stats he's piling up. It kind of compares more to Kareem. The thing with Jordan, I think, is always, well, he won six titles out of 10 in a decade. Right? Yeah. And LeBron won four out of 10. Yeah. Like, is that always going to be the thing you think that people are going to point to? Yeah. I
1: think people are just going to say that like, well, Jordan, you know, Jordan six for six in the finals. And then they'll be like, well, if he didn't take off that year and a half,
0: maybe it's up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And then I think LeBron also gets penalized for being in the finals every year because like everyone says like well, Jordan six for six in the finals, but like you can go find like where Jordan didn't make the finals, lost in the playoffs. Right. Go find those games. You can find. But everybody, those.
0: because LeBron was there an entire decade and only came away with four. Right. People penalize him with that. Where Jordan went for, you know, I mean, he was gone for one and a half, basically. You know, when he came back from retirement, you know, kind of halfway through the season. But so he won six out of eight. So you think that's yeah. kind of like one of the things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a big thing as like. LeBron's been there more, he's had more opportunities to lose and he and he has like Jordan won more title, still has more titles than LeBron and like I don't know, probably will. Mm. Like I don't I don't know that LeBron can win two or three more titles in the next four or five years. I mean I mean maybe that would be incredible if they could if they do. I mean I honestly Possible. think they yeah. could win next year. Like they could do it. again. There's no reason they couldn't. Right. So I mean, the Warriors are always, like, in the background kind of, you know, n- you don't really know what you're going to get from them other than Clay and Steph basically got a vacation this year. Right. <laughs> so so the,
0: the league coming back next year, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Hopefully we get fans back. I just wanted to mention that little thing because I just wasn't mm-hmm. sure. You know, obviously everyone, I think it's going to dominate the headlines for offseason is where does LeBron rank now? And oh, yeah, ha- was, like... has has he finally supplanted Jordan as number one, you'll have guys who argue the stats and then you have guys argue MJ for the rings. So I was just kind of curious. I just wanted to get our mention on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, eventually we are going to have that podcast where we talk about it, where we have the debate and it's been, you know, over two years and we've always talked about we're going to do it. We'll do it eventually. Um, I feel like it's kind of, maybe we need to wait till LeBron's career is over before we actually make that judgment. So who right. knows? Maybe that's a couple of years from now. Maybe that's 2030. Who knows? He might be playing till he's 45. He might. <laughs> Putting up 18, eight and six.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like when that, when he starts having like bad, like his bad games are going to be like, well, I only had 14, eight and eight tonight.
0: He's gonna be most serviceable forty seven year old. They're just then some be like, guys are then some guys are at Kendrick Nunn is at twenty.
1: Exactly. <laughs> He's just gonna be out there and they're gonna be like, Well, we could have twenty-eight year old David West, or we could just get fifty-five year old LeBron. <laughs> but
0: LeBron, awesome run, great storyline. Mad I ignored it. Do you have any final thoughts about this series before we shut it down for the oh, NBA bubble?
1: All I know is the only person that wanted this series to last longer than you and I did is Bronny James. And <laughs> <laughs> good luck to him.
0: Good luck to him. Because when that, dad gets get home, grow, it's
1: going to be interesting. He's going to be happy.
0: I don't know. LeBron might still be hungover. We'll see. Maybe. Off, but, that, off that wine.
1: Yeah, maybe. I will see. I think LeBron probably, I think there's probably not enough wine to, to stop that.
0: <laughs> well, I want to give props to the NBA for not only ha- bringing this back, it was pretty entertaining overall, I think. I think it's a success. And we got here, we have a champion. We'll see how it's aggregated from people after the fact on if it's an asterisk or whatnot, which we think is dub. Um, But the fact that we even got here from where we were back in, what, February or March is truly amazing. And I've really, really enjoyed having basketball in October. I'm just saying I really liked it. (laughs)
1: yeah no this is great i hope that the season is a little bit late like i i mean i don't know that it'll go into october but right i do like having it yeah so props to the nba proud to be a
0: fan glad we get to talk about it glad that we actually have a champion to discuss we Daniel is on vacation. I should have mentioned this on the top. That is why he's not here tonight, not because I'm, he has terrible LeBron James
1: takes, but, but, but also i'm I mean, I'm sad that he wasn't here, so I could like because I couldn't close to. Him, so
0: well, he'll be coming back from vacation next week or two and We'll obviously all get back here to have our kind of final memoriam for the 2019, 2020 season. So that will be a really fun episode, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll all be back for that. We'll talk about the season in its entirety, little things we like, do some fun stuff that we you know, get back to do now since we have a little bit more to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> since we're talking about a full season.
0: But do you have anything to plug before we go?
1: Uh, no. That's it. Uh, you can just, you can check us out on Twitter at, you know, Free Basketball 3. You can check me out at Cody underscore Halsey, And you can uh, like, share, rate, and review this podcast if you click the right buttons on your phone. So do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Please share. Tell everybody. Don't feel bad. Like, don't feel like it's wrong to retweet. We like that. You know, yeah. let's, let's, let's spread the word a little yeah. bit. Likes love. are great
1: retweets are better
0: (laughs) but I am at RD Meadows 11 like Cody said follow us at Free Basketball 3 part of the lead sports media follow them at the lead SM we're hoping to continue being partners with them and doing some fun stuff coming up with them so thanks for tuning in everyone hope everyone enjoyed the finals Hope no one got their wallets hurt like I did tonight. Cody, it was good to have you back on, sir. Can't Absolutely. wait to see you in a week.
1: Always a pleasure. And
0: good night to the 2020 NBA season.